0: All right, guys, this is the T.O. or the T.O. book report. And um, this time, this is part of the whole uh, book league standings saga and stuff like that. So after many weeks slash possibly months of reading this book, I can finally say we got done. The Notorious, The Life and Times of Connor McGregor by Jack Slack. We got done and we got it read this afternoon and we're going to do a report about it so the book goes into a basically conor Conor mcgregor's life basically how he grew up in dublin ireland in dublin ireland dublin in dublin dublin ireland all right so he grew up in dublin ireland basically grew up kind of a humble beginning his family was kind of like basically lower middle class or, like, basically rapport. poor. They had to live paycheck to paycheck. And, like, he was destined to le- live that life, too. And he was destined to become a plumber. And the first time he did try to go out for the MAA and, like, try to do that, like, he really had a bad time or support. Like, he just said, I'm done. But then he came back, and basically the reason for that was because of his coach, John Kavanaugh, who basically ran a gym called Straight Blast Gym, which is now, like, basically when it started out, it was basically a ranch shack place but now it's probably one of the most uh, uh finest kept gyms in Ireland they basically it also talked about uh basically uh him meeting D D Devlin his now wife and mother of his two children and uh basically it also talked about his early beginnings his rise up from the MAA and then entering uh UFC and the whole day and why. and then uh he uh is defeating jose auto to take the featherweight champion 2015 i can't remember that night too me and a buddy uh shout out liam tevens if you're listening to this liam tevens uh he's a big uh conor mcgregor fan too yeah my boy from detroit old Heartland baseball buddy um so basically he uh him and me were kind of going, or like uh, basically uh, texting each other, saying like how how this was great and stuff like that, and like like yeah, we thought this was so great that he beat Jose Aldo and won the featherweight champion champion title of the world, which is basically yeah. Um, it also went into like in depth with like the rivalry between him and Nate Diaz, and basically which Tuesday will be the an- uh, three year anniversary of him becoming a two. Division champion, which if you're not really sure what that is, he it was a champion of the featherweight championship and the lightweight championship. So this was the first time in uh, USC history that anybody has won or is a a title defender in two division or two division weight classes. And um, basically, that was a huge night. Yeah, I can remember waking up that morning and seeing like yes. He won. He did it. Yeah, and kind of like swaggering about, it, like, all right, yeah, tonight, today is good. <clears throat> like the whole, yeah, I'll give the whole Conor McGregor strut and where he got that from. Um, so the reason I like Conor McGregor is basically um the whole being from Dublin, Ireland. Our why is my favorite, or he's the goat, basically of USC MA goat, greatest of all time, is because the whole Ireland. Being from Ireland kind of works for him, too. Um, the book also goes into uh, kind of a little bit of the hype going in and heading into the whole uh, uh, Floyd uh, Floyd Mayweather fight or boxing match, which the book doesn't really talk about the whole match. They, like, didn't get the book finished in time before that. Um, or, like, they had it finished before the fight even happened. So, yeah, which McGregor lost, unfortunately. Um which, that was, looking at Backhead now, I'm kind of mad that he really did that. Or, like, he really, they that fight even actually happened. Because so I kind of feel like that kind of screwed McGregor over a little bit, too. And why he's kind of been in a down slump since then. And, um, reason I like, anyway, I kind of went off track. Um, uh the reason I like him, because he's from Ireland, and, um... He's got that tough guy, like I don't give a crap what the rest of the world thinks, kind of mentality, or like, although that kind of has got him into a little bit of trouble too in the past. Like, he's there's been times where like he uh kind of crashed uh, a UFC event and basically kind of tore the place up. They arrested him there, and Dana White got upset. Dana White's commissioner of the UFC, and uh, um, he got mad about that. Um, there was another time where like he beat up a fan who was taking a picture of him which in his defense it sounded like the fan was kind of basically uh bugging him and kind of he provoked him McGregor kind of like the cop kind of pissed him off to the point where like hey just get the camera on my face please just leave me alone and um and basically he just lashed out yeah but recently and I don't really defend this either he went into a pub recently and beat up an elderly gentleman which um I'm not totally okay with but and at the same time, he is. I, I still like Conor McGregor. Yes, he is human, and maybe the human being, my crappy human being inside of him is probably coming out now. But I mean, it's been, he's been in a hard time, basically. And um, not saying that being up that old elderly gentleman was right, but I meant, uh, I can see, I mean, like, maybe stuff was going on in his life that, like, kind of, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I still like Conor McGregor, but yes, he is a human being, just like you and me. So yeah. Although, um, and he did fight one more fight in the UFC so far, but it was a loss to Habib, and that fight ended up with a brawl with like his team against uh, Habib's team, or like trainers and coaches and like uh, corners, like basically corners, like guys are basically kind of like talk to him in between rounds, saying, "Hey, you got this, dude. You got this, dude. Yeah." Kind of just give him, encourage him, get like, yeah, treating him and stuff like that. And, yeah, both, like, they both erupted. I saw the just like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty – it was nuts. Yeah. So, yeah, good news is he is going to fight again. He's going to return to the UFC, and he's going to fight again against, I think it's Donald – Saran, Saran, I think that's his name. I could be wrong on the opponent, but I do know that the event is on January the eighteenth, twenty twenty. Trying to figure which uh, UFC event, like, so yeah. So he has a uh, loss, like immediately after. I forgot to mention this in the book too. Immediately after uh, the whole uh, Mayweather fight, like weeks after he won the become the double champ, and the whole. Um, Mayweather boxing rumors occurred. They basically told him, "Hey, you need to give up your uh, titles, maybe because like if you're going to take part in this boxing match, you gotta lose the belts." <laughs> or that's what I was kind of reading into. So yeah, so he wasn't that double champ for long. Yeah, but yeah. Though, oh, I will go into the whole uh, Conor McGregor strut. The reason he does that, and, like you see gifs. Of him, like, strutting and stuff like that. Um, That's actually from, uh you know, WWE uh commissioner or chairman, Vince McMahon. You know how sometimes, like, when he walks out to the ring, sometimes he'll go, like, strutting. That's where Conor McGregor got that from. And even athletes are doing, like, Patrice or uh, Brad Marsh on the Bruins, like, after scoring a goal, which was on St. Patrick's Day last season. And where Conor McGregor actually showed up to drop the first puck. Uh. After he scored the winning goal in overtime, he did the whole Conor McGregor strut, McGregor saw, it and like started losing his mind. Like yeah, like getting excited, losing his mind. Like yeah, <laughs> like he loved it. So yeah, he was cheering for the Bruins in the Stanley Cup last year. So that yeah. It's got that whole Boston Irish mentality. That's <laughs> just kind of city. Yeah, so the reason he's also called nicknamed Notorious because uh his walkout music to the ring it's a combination of both uh the Chieftains, which is a Celtic band uh the Foggy Dew version or rendition of the song the Foggy Dew and then right in to the halfway to the song they play a a Notorious Biggie or Biggie Small song which I'll probably play at the end I will warn you it could have explicit language so. Should we? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe not. Okay, I mean, never mind. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm kind of a little worried about that. So um, let's see. What else? I mean there's other songs we could use. Connor McGregor, I meant, yeah. Oh hey, no, stop, stop, no. Yeah, all right. So yeah. So yeah, basically, yeah, thank you guys so much. Oh well, wow, hold on, hold on. We're not done yet. So there is season two of the Book Leagues coming out. And so we're going to start our new list. And um, so uh, let's see. Probably, yeah, uh, I probably would, my prediction for this winter would probably be The Siege of Javatville, The Irish Army's Forgotten Battle by Declan Powers. Um, it's a story about how Irish UN peacekeepers go to the Congo during like the 1960s Civil War in the Congo. And basically had to fight off an army of uh, Congo Congolese and uh, French mercenaries and stuff like that. And basically had to... Would basically know you and help. And, like, their their orders were like, you were not to fire on these uh, combatants. Which is stupid. Like, rules of engagement is pretty stupid. I'm sorry. It's a stupid rule. Like, if they are firing at you, you have to fire back. Other, other than that, or, like, just get everybody in your unit killed. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Basically, they had to fight off every way possibly they can um, to the point where, like, it's actually a Netflix series um, on Netflix or a Netflix movie that they air. I think, uh, yeah, it's called The Siege of Bill. The main actor, the commander of that uh, Irish unit, guess what other movie he's in. I'll give you a clue. And, guys, you might like this. Give up. Okay, he's the male character on the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. Yeah, that's him. He, that, that guy is an Irish actor. You, you never know that. I, I was stunned too when I found out too. That was him. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he's the main or he's the Irish commander of that unit that had the fight off them. Um, I think I won't give away the – you know, I'll probably give away the ending. They, they do eventually surrender at the end. And were eventually released. They were sent back, but they weren't allowed to talk about what happened. That's why it's called the Forgotten Battle, because they felt like they kind of got humiliated by surrendering. And the, the Irish Army said, like, hey, you cannot talk about this when you go back home. You can't talk about this, because this really is common kind of kind of common national shaming of us. And also, too, I kind of love the French, how, like, they basically kind of, like, acted like— Oh, we are, we've been in wars, but you've never been in a war. What's your back plan? Oh, screw the French. Sorry, this is not a French-friendly podcast. I just want to say that I think the French are snobs, and I feel like they are just entitled Europeans, the worst of the bunch. <laughs> Sorry that this is a very anti-segment of the f- podcast, anti-French segment of the podcast. But I don't care. It's my show. I don't love the French. I think the French stink. They are stink and they are snobbish. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we went off road here. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, that's the book I'm playing of hoping would probably win the book league standings season title, uh, The Siege of Javatville, And that's probably the next book. If that happens, be the next book we read and do a report. All right. So, anyway. Okay. Let's see. Let's try to find the song. Mm-hmm. Black dollies. Here we are. Let's see. Oh, there's only one song. Darn it. Darn it. Well, hold on. Hold on. We ain't we done. All right. I know another place we can go to. This song, you know, another place we can go to to get the song. Don't worry. This song will be played. I mean, it's probably the better of the bunch. Yeah. All right, here we are. We'll play this to end of the song. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Please uh follow the show on Apple, iTunes, uh, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast from. Um, and let's see. Uh, follow the Royal Rooters show on on my Twitter pages, and which will be mentioned like, well, probably like and some um, probably until next time. Peace out. And uh take it away, the Black Donnellys. That's not what we wanted. Okay. All right. Um. See, crap. I kind of. I do not like the Spotify new format they have on the phone. This stinks. I'm sorry. It stinks. All right. So we're. So we can look this up. All right. The Black Donnelly's Dublin. Sorry, guys. It's taking so long to kind of end the show. It's just... I didn't really plan on the whole... I had an actual theme or outro music ready to go until we found out, oh, we can't really use this song because there's explicit language on it. Who cares? Honestly, just... Seriously, you are... You get. People like this who are trying to say that are people like yeah you know, don't really care about liberty and freedom. <laughs> Alright here we are. Let's see if we can play this. <sighs> hey stop No oh. This is a short video. Today, okay. Uninterrupted listening. Yeah, here we are. All right, Sorry. Yeah, we're letting an app play. Yeah, this is kind of a weird ending to the show. I do apologize again, people. I did not anticipate. This always happens every time we do these bonus episodes. Enjoy the next 10 minutes of uninterrupted listening What the What the Hey is this <sighs> Seriously <sighs> I hate the format on this. I do. You know what? Screw it. Let's let's play it. Play the song. If it does have explicit language on this song, then I do apologize. This is Conor McGregor's entrance music. Days, the never lose. Never choose, two. Rules do something to us. Talk to us. 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 Screw us. Screw us. Yeah, Papa So like yeah, yeah, I squeeze you at your We ran every end. Easy. Take So I just my beef. keep my beef. Keep my do the, the, the you <laughs> that broke bullshit uh-huh. can't you see? Sometimes the rage is hypnotizing, and I just love your flashy ways uh. This is why broken, you're broken, yourself, are can't you see? Sometimes the rage is hypnotizing, and I just love your flashy ways up. Uh. This is why broken, you're broken, yourself. are so thin. Uh-huh. I, I put it closed and wide open to kick and drive. My M.A.P.C., go for first time oh, Alright, that's about it. Yeah, um, that's kinda of uncomfortable. I am do s- apologize for uh yeah that I yeah. Alright. Alright, so